today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Well, homes have been increasing and selling at record highs, but uh, the CMHC, Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation, is still projecting a decline in home prices due to the economic recovery or the lack of recovery, I suppose, in some parts of the country. Joining us to talk about this is Anthony Passarelli, who is a CMHC Senior Market Analyst uh, for this area. Anthony, thank you so much for the time. Good to have you with us today. Thanks for having me on the show. It's interesting to look at housing numbers because uh, I, I, I was one of the people that was probably under the impression when the shutdown happened back in March, uh, and went on for so long, and everything was. Uh, it, when it started to come back again, and we started to reopen again, the housing market got really hot. And I figured, boy, people are, are showing a great deal of confidence in economic recovery. I mean, if you're going to buy a house, which is going to be, let's face it, for most people, the most important and probably the largest purchase you're ever going to make, uh, that's a pretty good sign that you think things are going to be okay. Uh, and we've seen some pretty good numbers right now. But uh, if the report here suggests that this is not going to last very long. The report we just released, it sort of looks back at what's happened in the last few quarters in the housing market in Hamilton. So uh, sort of picking up on your comment, the there has been some confidence put back into the market in the last few months. Now, some of that is just simply people that would have purchased in the spring but mm-hmm. weren't able to because of all the sort of restrictions that were in place. Uh, so it was sort of a uh, natural consequence of that, uh, you know, what happened in sort of April and May, particularly when we were in sort of stage one of the recovery. So uh, the market has picked up again, but it still hasn't sort of made up for what it's lost in the springtime, I would say. So, the, so there is some optimism. The prices have been growing very strongly. Now, they were even growing uh, at a very strong rate during those spring months because so many people took their listings off the market mm-hmm. and, and that actually kept the prices growing at this fast rate. So I, I would say the demand is still a little bit on the low end, um, but because the listings are so low, the prices keep growing. Uh, it's Yeah, the, the old edge, is it a buyer's market or a seller's market? Right now, because of the high prices, I guess, uh, uh, if you're selling, you're in pretty good shape. Definitely. It's a seller's market. It was a seller's market prior to the pandemic as well. Uh, I think it's important to note that. So leading into the pandemic of the seller's market, it continued to be uh, uh, post-COVID-19. And it's actually become, I would say, more of a seller's market because, again, some sellers are hesitant to list right now. Uh, again, there are. Uh, it's not an optimal situation for a seller given some of these restrictions that are still in place on showings. Um, property showing. So that's kind of keeping the listings a bit low and, and, and pumping up the, the prices. Yeah, we've heard that anecdotally from some people that are just, as you say, virtual sellings, which is not a new concept, of course. I mean, I think anybody that was interested in buying a house a lot of the time would go online and, and try to get some information about it, but it's about the only way you can do it now. Uh, but it, it seems to have caused some hesitation. People are saying, well, I, I, if I don't have eyes on it, really, I'm not so sure if I want to make that kind of a purchase. So they may be holding back a little bit. I, I think that's the case. And, you know, if you just think about it, like if it was you selling the property, you know, would it be ideal to have uh, be selling your home right now versus having, you know, the open houses and the no restrictions on showings, a maximum, you know, maximum number of people in, inside your home? You would, you know, some people would wait to see if the um, selling conditions return to normal or not. 
What, where are the hot? You've talking about the Hamilton market here in southern Ontario. The, the, we've seen the, in the Hamilton market the phenomenon. We were just talking with somebody from London real estate on the program a week or so ago, Anthony, uh, that was talking about how things seem to be popping and, and doing pretty well, actually, in the London market as well. Uh, and, and their suggestion was the same thing that, uh, that, uh, that CMHC kind of explained about the Hamilton st- situation about four years ago. It's, uh, it's, it's really just a, an exodus from the, the GTA, people saying, I, we just can't afford to live there anymore. Uh, especially now with COVID, a lot of people are working from home, figure I don't need to commute anymore. I can, I can live in Hamilton and still, you know, virtually work out from my office in Toronto in situations like that. And he says that's happening in London too. Is, is that still a thing? Is that still happening? It, it's, it seems like it's still a thing. All the, all the markets uh, sort of, you know, definitely the ones surrounding the greater Toronto area, which Hamilton is one of them, but these ones further out, like a London uh, Kitchener, for example, yeah. Uh, you're you're seeing more of these uh, Torontonians that are w- w- willing to move out. It, it typically happens when the prices are growing very strongly because they're able to sort of, if they own a property, sell and move to those areas, those would be more like the person that's, I would say, in their older age groups. Or you have the younger person that is still finding it unaffordable in the greater Toronto area and and. Like you said, maybe they're able to work from home now full time, and they're willing to move out to uh, these these markets like Hamilton. Even the, uh, the Niagara region has definitely benefited as well. I should mention that from the uh, the, the high prices in, in Toronto. Well, we've seen that because that's not a new phenomenon. I mean that that migration down the four hundred or the four hundred one rather from Toronto to as you say, it's now as far as London. But, I mean, it started, you know, it was Mississauga, and then it was Milton, and uh, then it was Guelph and Cambridge, and then KW, and, and that seems to have gone down there. Uh, as long as you've got that transportation corridor there, you can have easy access if you have to get back to the GTA. Uh, it's it's going to be attractive to you, I think. Definitely been the case. Uh, we've seen generally, like in, in our, with the research we've done, uh, it's for Hamilton and Niagara, you're getting people from Mississauga, Oakville, Burlington, and for Kitchener in London, you're getting, uh, you know, the Mississauga, Milton, Guelph people that would be moving. Generally, it happens to, for the neighbor, the, the regions close to you. Um, another thing I would note, too, in Hamilton specifically is in the last few years, a lot of the price growth has been concentrated in a few areas like the Hamilton Center and East areas, the more affordable areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, city of Hamilton. I've noticed in the last few quarters, it's sort of been widespread. So the price growth has been uh, pretty much in all most neighborhoods uh, now. So whether you're in a more expensive pocket like a Stony Creek, Ancaster, or you're in central Hamilton, uh, house prices are growing pretty much across the board in the last few uh, quarters, especially the last couple of months, I would say. Um, so it's not as much a specific group that's causing the uh, the price increase because typically the the buyer in the the central park pocket of Hamilton are, are the younger first time buyer that is looking for a, a more affordable home. Now you're seeing it sort of uh, in all price categories, all housing types, that sort of thing. 
Yeah, we've noticed that. I've talked to some local agents over the last couple of years, and I, I was, I guess, surprised to a certain extent anyway, because uh, they mention about that hot spot being the central part of the downtown and, and the east end, not the extreme east end of Stony Creek, but, you know, the east end of, of, of Hamilton. Uh, and uh, and that's what they told us. It was affordability. You know, as you say, first-time buyers are looking to get into the game, uh, and there's some pretty good deals there. But uh, uh, it seems to me, as, as if you say, it's across the board right now in all parts of Hamilton, that uh, that's just, uh, it's just we we've got to get out of here we want to go to hamilton because of what's going on there um, <clears throat> i'm in ancaster right now uh <laughs> for about the last seven months i've been staring out my window here uh with self-isolation uh, i see houses getting listed around here anthony and they're they're gone a week later i mean it's amazing how quickly the, the market is moving and ancaster is interesting because uh, i do a lot of events with the local realtors in hamilton Burlington uh, mm-hmm. and like ancaster is an area where I would say in the last few years, the market has been a bit soft, and recently it has really picked up. Like so, because again, it's on the higher end of the price range, so you're getting a different type of buyer. But in recent months or quarters, it's been very hot, like you're describing. Um, so it would be. I'm really interested, to be honest, to see what how the market's going to unfold in the last bit of this year and into next year. Uh, as you mentioned at the beginning of the call, we did have a forecast that we put out. And it wasn't for Hamilton specifically, but sort of nationwide or province-wide where we're forecasting some price declines. Uh, not necessarily sure whether that's going to happen in Hamilton, but maybe some softness later in the year, depending on whether we'll see uh, the a high unemployment rate start to translate into the housing market. Uh, so right now we're seeing this rush of buyers coming into the market because, again, they didn't buy, they might have bought in the spring, and now we've seen mortgage rates drop, but as the economy sort of unwinds and we see, see things play out with the economy, it'll be interesting to see how the housing market gets affected. Well, especially if this drags on, and it looks like it's going to. I mean, you know, if the, if the experts are now telling us we're probably just starting into the second wave of COVID. We don't know how serious and how dramatic it's going to be. Hopefully not as bad as what we had uh, in the springtime and through the summer months. But uh, it, it, you're right, that's got to erode market confidence, wouldn't it? Typically, historically, if you have an, like an unemployment rate as high as it is, you tend to see some weakness in the housing and housing demand, right? So, it, we do still expect that to occur. To what extent, it's difficult to predict, given the, the situation so different this time, uh, uh, given the, the cause of the economic shock. But we would expect if, if things persist like they are with the economy there there will be some weakness in housing demand it might just take a while because like we said we had a rebound effect in the last couple of months uh also the the you know incomes are are, are being sort of uh supplemented with government transfers uh, people are deferring their mortgages uh, those sorts of things aren't going to last forever so there might be some pain down the road because of that let's talk about mortgages uh, which is a key part in any decision to whether to buy or to sell a house uh, there are new restrictions, well, relatively new restrictions, uh, which uh, some people were concerned about. It may, may actually shut them out of the market, especially first-time buyers. Uh, we're hearing that a lot of people are now going to the bank of mom and dad, or family members, in other words, to, to try to get at least some of the money for the, for the mortgage payment or for the down payment in a situation like this. Uh, interest rates are still low, and we keep hearing, well, they're not going to be that way forever. But as long as we're in, in this uh, economic quandary that we're in right now, uh, I get the sense the Bank of Canada is probably going to keep them low, which is probably good news if you are interested in buying or selling. 
Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. There isn't much upward pressure on on, on interest rates right now, given the state of the economy again. But uh, again, I think it's good to always remind people that the affordability story as it relates to some of these mortgage rule changes, uh, a lot of times people are thinking about the buyers that are buying today only and not sort of down the road. So let's say affordability uh, becomes easier. It may cause prices to grow at such a fast rate that the buyers down the road are shut out, even though the ones that are purchasing right now might be able to get in the market. So it's, I think some of these changes in the rules are, are designed for sort of a long-term impact. And I think it's good for people to keep that in mind uh, when they're looking at uh, why these changes, rule changes occur. It's more about prices staying relatively affordable over a longer period of time. What's uh, when you do your breakdown and go back to the report, if we could just for a second, uh, is is it resell or is it new homes that people are interested in mostly in this particular area, or maybe even on a national level? Because housing starts are always a good barometer of how the economy is doing as well. They they are, and and you know a lot of the report uh, is based on the resale activity in Hamilton specifically, I would say, because uh, compared to some other markets in Canada, Hamilton's new home market generally doesn't oversupply the market we have an indicator for that where like the number of new homes may be too high relative to how many buyers are out there and hamilton is always not falling into that category so you generally don't have too many new homes being built for the buyers out there and what that does is it sort of puts pressure on the resale market because there's not that much inventory out there so uh, it's mostly a resale market story i would say uh, at least so far, right? We'll have to see how things play out with some of these pre-construction, uh, particularly condo projects, how how they uh, end up selling and uh, whether there are any delays and things like that with their them being built. But most of the stories in in the resale market in in this area, and like I said, it's been very strong price growth across the board in most geographical areas and and for most dwelling types as well. Is is there one spot right now that you could identify and say, boy, that's that's the hot market right there. That's they, they can't build them fast enough, or they can't. You know, as soon as the for sale sign goes up, bingo, they think it's sold within days, or if not hours. Is there? Is, we've seen that in the past. Uh, we, I think we all recall, I guess, about seven or eight years ago. I guess you know when it was it was boy, was it ever a, a buyer's market or seller's market? I mean, there were bidding wars going on on houses. Is, is, are we seeing that kind of action anywhere these days? Some of the some of the activity is sort of a i wouldn't say it's at that or it was like early 2017 yeah type of level but it's not it's getting towards that sort of um, situation and generally it's not good for the the housing market because it's such a, a frantic uh, behavior by buyers because of the lack of inventory generally it's still like i said the, the, the hottest areas would still be those the central and east neighborhoods of hamilton that that are more affordable like those areas in mm-hmm. there that are more affordable but it has the gap between the price growth and the other neighborhoods and those ones has uh gone smaller uh, you know a year ago you would see the uh you know double digit price growth maybe in in neighborhoods uh areas of central hamilton but like one or two percent let's say in stony creek uh but now it's sort of the gap has gone a lot smaller, so prices are growing pretty much everywhere. And that, again, is due to just such a low number of listings out there. 
Uh, fascinating information, like you say, because it's usually uh, in, uh, some some sort of a barometer as to how we are looking and what kind of market confidence we have. Uh, Anthony, thank you so much for uh, spending some time with us today. It's greatly appreciated. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good talking with you. Anthony Passarelli, of course, CMHC Senior Market Analyst uh, for the Hamilton area. And uh, as I say, we covered the London market last week and wanted to give you a snapshot as to what's going on with real estate here as well. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.